Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. All right. Hello, all you crazy cool families out there. I have a treat for you today, um, especially for you mamas. I have a a new friend that we have found um, via the podcast world, and her name is Kirsten Bossler, and she has a ministry and a podcast called Rejoicing in Motherhood. And she's just an absolute delight. And I am so excited to share her with you today. So welcome, Kirsten. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm so pleased and delighted to be with you today. Okay. So just to start off with, just tell us a little bit about yourself. My people are like, who is she? What what we want to know about her. And so tell me a little bit. (laughs) Well, I am a wife. To my wonderful husband, Nathaniel, and I am a mom of nine children from ages, yeah, 13, almost 14. So almost 14 down to our youngest is 10 months currently. And we are homeschool family. We homeschool our school aged kiddos. And then we've got, you know, a bunch of little toddlers running around as we do that too. Um, We just love Jesus. We love kids. We love raising our our family. And we live on a little, like a little mini homestead kind of, kind of place in North Idaho, which we love. And we've got like, you know, 50 chickens and a garden and that kind of thing. So we just a lot of, a lot of things going on all the time, but it's a lot of fun. Yes. Things to keep those children busy. That's right. Eggs and all the things. That's so good. That's right. Yeah, my husband and I made a, a pact when we first got married that we wouldn't get any animals until we had kids that were old enough to take care of them. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yes. So, yeah. And so we moved here a couple of years ago and we said, okay, our children are able and, and willing <laughs> at this point to take care of some animals. So let's go. That's good. Dogs, cats. Do you have any of those? You know, we don't. We don't. My husband's allergic to dogs and cats. So even though that would be like the logical first step, we went straight for chickens. Great. Well, you know, they live outside. So that's super helpful. One last yes. match you have to clean up. So that works out good. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm raising my kids. I don't need to be raising a toddler dog also. Oh, I I said that all the time. There was like, yeah, so many times our family wanted a pet and I was like, I've got enough. I've got enough children. I've got enough things to take care of without having a furry little friend to be a part of that. Yeah. As fun as that would be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> season, for, for you, right maybe. Now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So um, there's something that you have, you've said when we, uh, we had a conversation that is, that I've actually told dozens of people along the way, as I was talking, because I was telling about, oh, I've met this mom. She's amazing. She's got these nine kids. She's homeschooling. She's living on a farmstead. She's doing it, you know, with her kids. And um, when we when we were initially talking, and we talked about um, you grow the family that you grew up in, the husband that your the family that your husband grew up in, and what your parents did about children, and it's oh my gosh, it's so powerful. And so I want you to just start off by sharing your vision for family and where it came from, and how your parents influenced that. Oh, absolutely. So yes, 
it surprises a lot of people that neither my husband nor myself grew up in a very big family. So I'm the oldest of three. My husband is the third of four, which, you know, I mean, three and four are not tiny families in today's modern era. Um, And yet um, our parents gave us such a love and an understanding of God's heart for children. Mm. So in my particular case, my parents were married for 13 years before they were able to have kids. And they had cried out to the Lord and asked him to open their womb. And he did. And then I was born. And so they had that testimony of, you know, God loves children. God wants children. Mm-hmm. And and it was the same thing with my, with my younger siblings. Every time that they wanted to get pregnant, they had to cry out to the Lord and ask for a baby because it was not something that came easily for them. And so even though they, you know, quote unquote, only had three kids, it was, you know, that was the, the, the family size that God had for my family. And so, but growing up, like there was always an openness and a willingness and a, and a desire for children. And, and they did such a good job, I think, instilling in me the truth from the word that children are a blessing. God loves children, you know, like don't limit God's blessing, be open to whatever God has for you. And beautifully, my husband had a similar experience where his mom just poured that into him, you know, just over and over God, you know, God loves children. Don't limit him. Like just believe, you know, believe God's truth that children are a blessing and that he will provide and he will care for you. And so we came into our first, one of our very first dates. I love it. Because it was such a big deal to me because I had been, and I, I, I loved, I, I am a kid person. Let's just be honest. Like I love kids. I love babies. I have since I was a baby myself, you know, yes. like I was always the, you know, the preteen or the teenager that was like going into church and being like, can I hold your baby? You know, and I would just take all the babies and all the little toddlers and lead them around. And I just loved being with kids. So I, that was, I was a hundred percent there. My husband didn't have a lot of experience with little kids or babies because he was, you know, his, his, he had one younger sibling and then, you know, he just didn't have as much experience being a guy too. And so, so it wasn't like we both were like, yeah, we're going to have, you know, we both love kids. Let's have a lot of kids. It was just kind of like, no, like this is something that is on God's heart. God, God loves family. And so anyway, one of our first conversations, when we first started dating, I was like, Hey, uh, we just need to talk about this. Cause like, this is really on my heart. Like I, I want to be open to whatever God has for us. And he was like, yeah, me too. And I was like, oh yes. <laughs> Confirmation. So anyway, so that was, it's been such a gift for us. I know this is not the same. This is not the case for every single couple right. where we're come. We came into marriage with that same vision and perspective on kids. And, you know, God has grown us and he's um, challenged us. You know, I mean, we had three and three, you know, three under three, our first three. And then we had, you know, a few more pretty rapidly after that. I mean, all of our kids, we have, you know, nine kids in 14 years. So they're all very back to back. Um, and God, 
um, God, so, so we've been challenged on that. Like, do we really still believe this? <laughs> you know, is, God <laughs> for us? is this, you know, are we being silly? No, you know, no, God still says, you know, children are a blessing and I will provide for you. And so that's just been our testimony. And my husband, I love, he, he shares this too, that there were some points where, like I said, we were having many, many kids in a row. And, and he was like, is this, you know, are, are we being silly? Like, should we, should we slow down? <laughs> should we do yeah. something? You know, is this really good? And he said, and he would share, like, I realized that the reasons that I had, that my husband had for maybe wanting to slow down or stop were really based out of fear or selfishness. And they weren't based on something God was telling us. And so, so like I said, like, you know, we've, we've, we've been through that kind of stuff. We've been challenged in those ways too. So it's not just like we had this idea from our parents or from, you know, and from the word like, Oh, this is good. And we're just I'm like, yay, la, 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 la. Like <laughs> everything's peaches, yeah. moments of like, okay, hold on. <laughs> like, what, what are we, do- what are we doing? Are we still on track here? And so, yeah. So, but I am really thankful for that input from both of our families Yes, that we had that, uh, that unity coming into marriage with that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. My, my takeaway from that, you, you articulated it so well. My takeaway from that is that your parents taught you to value children at a very high level. And then you have taken that. And I do think that that is a perspective that all moms should, can have, whether they have one kid or 25 kids is that when we value them, when we when we see them as little people that we get entrusted with, that we get to train up, that we get to, you know, disciple yes. and parent. And I do think that that's a great uh, shift in our have to, I have to do this. I mean, yes. there's, there are moments, obviously, in parenting where you get overwhelmed with the have to's of life, if you will. But if you can keep on top of it, which leads to my next question. So you made a ministry called Rejoicing in Motherhood. Why? <laughs> I mean, come on. You've got a, I know. A, a, a half a dozen plus, you know, children. I mean, you've got all the, all the, you've got chickens. I mean, you've got enough to take care <laughs> of what in the world made you think that you had the capacity to do a ministry? Like what was God's, um, it had to be a God thing. And so what is it that God said to you that made you think that this is what we need to do and you, and I will give you what you need. Absolutely. I know. It's not like I needed a little more to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I love people. I love being with people. I love, I love encouraging, especially now in my season as a mom, I love encouraging other moms. And it kind of is something that God's been developing in me for years. And well, it definitely is something God's been developing in me for years. Just this, just this heart and desire to share what I know, what's working for me, what God is showing me. And I feel like, you know, in, in life, all of us have what I would call like free money. Like it's like a grace that God puts on different people for different things. You know, some people are really amazing at, you know, like interior design or something. Right. And it's easy for them. 
And then others of us maybe are like, I, I don't know what kind of curtains I want. You know, like, I don't know. Is it a Do I have to have a curtain? I mean, what, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I feel like, like one of the things that is kind of my free money is, is this sense of just delight and joy in being a mom mm. and all moms, all moms love our kids, love their kids. That's not something we, we, you know, we moms love their kids. But not all moms love motherhood. Mm. And I think in this day and age, we need encouragement to get this heart that like motherhood is holy work. Motherhood is a calling from the Lord. If you have children, that means that you have been called by God to be a mother. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you have one child. It doesn't matter if you have, like you said, 25 children. It doesn't, the number doesn't matter. The way that they came into your life doesn't matter whether they're born of your body or they're born of your heart through adoption or whatever, you know, like if you have a child, you are called to be a mother. And I just want to share, I want to share some of this free money that God's given me with other moms and be like, you know what? You can rejoice, not just, not just be a happy mom, but you can actually rejoice in the calling of motherhood that God has put on your life. And you can see that as a valuable and a worthwhile calling. And so that's the, that's really the heart and the push behind it. And, you know, I mean, God just opened the door for me to start a podcast. I thought I was going to write a book. I joined this writing group and then I heard a, you know, a, a, a teaching on, you know, if, about podcasting actually. And I thought, well, I would like to have a podcast someday too, because I like to talk. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then this, this man was sharing, he, he was just saying like, but if you have a podcast, you need to have real people that you're vetting what you're saying with so that you know that you actually have something of value to say. And it was like, that just hit me. And the Lord just showed me like, you have other moms and other women in your life and your everyday life that you're seeing, you know, at church and in their homes that are asking you and wanting to hear your heart about motherhood. So share it. And so it just opened the door for me. And podcasting is great because I can do it after my kids go to bed. It doesn't have to take a ton of time. And it's just a great medium for me in this season to be able to share with other moms. Uh, yeah, I agree. And it's a great season for moms because they can just plug it in while they're doing the dishes or the laundry yes. or whatever they can listen. Because I, I mean, I went decades without ever reading anything because who has time for that? I mean, the second yes. that you sit down, you're swarmed with little kids, you know? So <laughs> that's you right. Can- I mean, yeah, that's the season I'm in. I mean, I'm, I am an avid podcast listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the things. As you've been scrolling along on your social media, have you seen anything good lately? What about following us, Crazy Cool Family? Our platforms are centered on inspiring and challenging parents to drip Jesus-focused culture into their families daily. So join the movement of families just like yours who are following Crazy Cool Family on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and start receiving daily drops of encouragement into your feed. Already following us? Then share the next post you see or tell a friend about our platforms. Help us spread the word, God's word, about building families His way. Follow us on social media today by clicking the links in our show notes.
Okay. So on, on your website, as I was, you know, cruising around, there's this quote that I'm going to, I'm going to read because I think it's so powerful. And what I want to do is I want to introduce you crazy cool families out there to Kirsten's um, podcast, to her heart, to her heartbeat. When we talked, she just oozes. you can hear it in her voice. She just oozes with joy. She just, she just, yeah. And so this is what she said. I love it because it's almost a call to action. She says, you say, in my deepest heart of hearts, I want to empower other Christian following moms to believe in the power their lives hold and the very simple, normal day-to-day mothering of their children. We are a force to be reckoned with, Mama, you and I. The world lies to us about the value of children and therefore the value of motherhood. It's time for us to rise up with the word of God in our hands and our hearts and to rise up against this place in his story. I mean, amen. <laughs> amen. Uh, that is exactly right. So that's what you're going to get, guys, when you listen to Kirsten's podcast. When you, I mean, you're going to be equipped and empowered and encouraged and, and all the things. And so I just want to, you know, have you add her to your list of podcasts. And so that being said, what are some of your favorite topics that you've talked about on your podcast? I was looking through all those and I was like, oh, oh that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's it. So what are a few that you that you like either really enjoyed teaching or sharing or that maybe you, you said you um, asked a bunch of moms to put questions in. So maybe what was one of the questions that they asked that, you know, you got a lot of those. Yes, I have. Yes. So we have lots of, oh man, so much to choose from. I think my favorite topic, and I've kind of already alluded to it, is that motherhood is holy work. Mm. I just, I just, that is so in my heart. It is so, um, just been impressed on me so firmly from God. Motherhood is holy work. And I had, I'll just share this little story. This happened a couple years ago and it was, um, right before I started my podcast, in fact. And so motherhood is holy work is episode one. And it, it came about, I was planning on talking about other things and I had this story happen. And then my friends who were helping me set up the podcast, she said, that needs to be your podcast. And I was like, what? Okay. But so here's the story. So it was one of those days, like a trademark, one of those days, you know, just like (laughs) 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 where I, it was, we were, it was like after lunch, everybody was tired. I think like five of my seven children at the time were crying. It was just like, I was trying to change, you know, change the toddler's diaper, the newborn's crying. I'm like just up to my ears in whining and crying. And like, I just remember like kind of laughing, like, could we make all of you cry at once? Like, how is this even possible? <laughs> and so I was just moving from room to room. I had like two babies in my hands and I'm, you know, hurting the other ones to nap time. And it was just total chaos, total, like not the moment that you feel like it's holy and glorious. Right. right. And I just felt in the midst of this, as I'm laying my toddler down to change her diaper. And I, I just felt like the Lord said, do you believe that this is holy work? And it just stopped me in my tracks. And I wasn't like throwing a fit, <laughs> you know, with God. I was just kind of just like, uh, get through this kind of an attitude. Yeah, so much. Just and, kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And and I just kind of like, okay, you know, it's like whack-a-mole. You're just trying to like <laughs> keep everything going for a few more minutes. And I just the Lord just said, Do you believe this is holy work? And it just stopped me in my tracks. And I said, Yes, I do. Yes, Lord, I do. 
And it was just like this total peace and grace just came over me. And I was able to just, you know, deal with the things that I needed to deal with, with a total different sense of value and importance and, and worthwhileness, you know, like this is important. What I'm doing here, changing these diapers and comforting these crying babies and toddlers and little kids, like this is important. This is holy. This is not just, you know, a mom just managing. This is actually valuable to the kingdom of God. Mm. And so So I love, I love that story. It really impacted me. And so that's why I would say one of my, one of my favorite topics is that motherhood is holy work because I don't think we hear that enough. I think it's so easy to just get caught up in, you know, kids are an accessory. You got to get your two and then you're done. And then, you know, that's enough because it's going to wreck your life and it's going to wreck your body. And you're going to have to work real hard to get your body back and get your life back and, you know, try to be a person when you have kids. It's like, no, no, that is not right. We, we do not eliminate our personhood by becoming a mother. Like we actually grow. I have a whole little series that I did um, a while back that I called like the myths of motherhood. And one of them was like, you're going to lose yourself when you become a mom. And, you know, I mean, I guess there is a part of it. Yes, we do lose part of ourselves, but that's actually good. Yeah, it's the selfish part. (laughs) You know, we lose the selfishness. And Jesus said, if you want to gain, you know, like you're supposed to lose your life for the sake of Christ and the gospel. And so there's that, but it's also just like, no, it's total myth. It's a lie. Like we don't, I don't get lost. I get, I grow yeah. and I become like a more sanctified and better woman because of my children. And so, yeah, so I, I love, I love talking about that. I think one of my favorite questions that I've ever gotten, uh, because I do, I open it up. I, I love answering questions. And so I open it up for listeners to send me questions and I have like friends that have talked to me and given me questions to kind of get started. And now I have many listeners who will email me and send me questions to, to address on the show. And it's really fun. And I think one of my favorite questions that I've ever gotten was how did you learn who you are as a mom? Mm. Because, you know, we all are different and we all have unique gifts and abilities and things that matter to us in different ways. And so I, that was, that was a really fun question to, to think through and to kind of, you know, realize that I, I feel like I, you know, after 14 years of motherhood, I, I feel like I am kind of settling into myself, you know, settling into like my motherhood journey. And so I just shared some things there with people to be able to, you know, kind of tap into notice what God's doing in your life. Like how do how did, what is God doing for you? Like, what is your, what is your motherhood journey? How can you like relax into what God has for you and not be so, you know, stressed out by all the opinions and all the shoulds and all the things you even have in your own mind about what, how you should be, or what kind of a mom you should be, or what you should be doing. And to really just like settle into what God has for you as your own individual self as a mom. So. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Guys, you got to go listen to it. You got to go listen to it. <laughs> okay. So as we, as we kind of wrap up, I want to ask you, what are some practical things that you do? Cause everybody's always looking for the practical, you know, just tell me something yes. to do so I can, you know, to maintain a rejoicing attitude. Oh, I love that question. Okay. Well, actually, if you go to my website, kirstenbossler.com, um, you will find a 
a freebie that I have for you that will, it will also put you on my email list. And I don't send out a million emails. Don't worry if you want to join, <laughs> but right. I'll send you a freebie that's actually called five ways to increase your joy level today. So it's five really simple things you can do. And I'm just going to share my favorite one. Okay. So here's my favorite one. It's called cultivate an LDL. So LDL stands for a low delight level. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so good. cultivate a low delight level, which basically means let little things that seem might even seem silly, might even seem super basic and simple, let them delight you. Whether that's the green grass, you know, or like the sound of the sprinklers when you wake up in the morning mm. or you like jam on your toddler's face, like whatever it is like baby fingernails. I mean, you or know, the baby giggles. Like, like I can just think of feet, it like whatever yeah. thing it does, you know, like we're all different, different things are going to delight us, but cultivate a low delight level so that the tiniest thing will just shoot, spike your joy in the middle of your everyday, regular, blessed mundane life. You know, like just allow yourself to get those spikes of joy by things that we normally might just go like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But no, let those things just delight you to pieces. Oh, that's perfect. I love it. I love, love, love it. Okay. So <laughs> um, we'll put all this in the show notes. Some, yeah. But just how can, how can our crazy girl families connect with you? How can they get your wealth of information, your, your godly wisdom, your gold nuggets? I keep thinking every time you're talking, I'm like, that's gold. That's gold. Oh, I mean, that's, so good. Well, that's gold. That's, you, you know. <laughs> Well, um, my website is my is kirstenvossler.com and that has links to everything. Okay. And then you can also find my podcast, Rejoicing in Motherhood, on I think all the podcast platforms. So whatever, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you should be able to find that. And um, I'm also on Instagram, um, my sort of, <laughs> and that's at rejoicing in motherhood. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I actually checked out your Instagram. Yeah, and it's a perfect. It's a. I mean, I was once again. I was in awe of this mother of nine. You know, lives on a farm. How in the world does she have the capacity to do it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, good for you. I mean, I mean, you're doing that's. I see how you're doing those topics on your podcast, and they're not three hour podcasts. They're 15, 20, 30, 40 minute podcasts. That's manageable. And oh, I see your Instagram. It's not you're not running out trying to find the best this and that and post this and that. You're doing life along the way, and you're. So it's brilliant. You've done brilliant. And I'm just, you know, as a, as a mom that's on the other end of it, I'm just so proud of you. You've just, you're Aww. doing such a good job. I mean, obviously raising your children, which is your first call, you know, being a, being yes. a loving wife to your husband, which is your initial call. Um, but just to, to support and encourage other moms. I mean, we need each other. I have a vision of all of us moms yes. linked up together, facing the culture and the world. Like we don't you dare, you know, don't you dare yes. to steal, kill and destroy. We we're, you know, we're, we're in this together. And so moms, I just invite you to, to link arms with Kirsten and go, go follow her, listen to her, be encouraged by her. And anything else, is there anything else you want to add as I close us out? Oh man. Well, Suzanne, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to talk to your friends. And I am, I'm just delighted to meet you all. And I'm so thankful for all the, the different seasons of moms that, that we have. So I'm so thankful. I am thrilled to be friends with you and to connect with you and to be able to 
you know, link arms with you and, and run, you know, because you have wisdom that I don't have yet. And so I'm so thankful for that. So I just, I just want to say hi, and I love you to all you moms out there (laughs) and I'm excited to connect. So thank you again. Mm -hmm. All right. So all you crazy cool families, remember rejoicing in motherhood podcast ministry. And once again, in the show notes and to sign off, go be crazy, crazycoolfamily.com.